Hey y'all, it's your favorite, Tiffany, and you are now tuned in to Left on Red, the podcast, and I believe we're on episode four, well technically three because the last one I did was a bonus one, but whatever, here we are. (laughs) Nonetheless, I hope that you all are doing well, and I hope that I found you in good spirits. If not, maybe my episode will help lift them a little bit. So I don't know if you guys know this about me, Um, definitely people who don't know me personally, but I am all about speaking life and watching what you say. So I just wanted to make sure to give you guys, you know, just something cute to stick with you. Um, And so I saw this quote. that said, be careful about how you speak over your life. Everything that leaves our mouths always finds a way back to us. So, you know, I just wanted to leave you guys with that little gem. And in today's episode, I'm definitely going to be talking about some key things that I've learned in my 20s and 30s, really my late 20s and 30s up to, you know, the age that I am now. So, Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, guys, so I feel like these aren't in any particular order or anything like that. I just kind of wrote some down. I think I have maybe about seven or eight. So, yeah, they're not in any particular order. But the first one for sure, I feel like is actually important. So it's saying no. And I think that like in my 20s, I was much more reserved. I was, you know, like the shy girl. I wasn't very assertive, um, aggressive, whatever you want to say. But I feel like I was more so of a people pleaser in my 20s. Um, Also, fun fact about me, I got married at a young age to my high school sweetheart. And so I feel like even during that time, um, everything was so new. I hadn't really experienced anything in life. And like I said, I was a people pleaser. You know, I wanted to make mom and dad happy. I wanted to make sure I was always doing the right thing. I wanted to make sure that I didn't let people down, even if it was at my own expense. And it it did for a while make me feel good to see other people happy. Like, okay, me not saying no means that they're going to be okay. And so because they're okay, I'm okay. Because that means I automatically did the right thing. And that's just how they're going to look at it. So that's how I look at it too, you know? So I feel like saying no is definitely like a big thing. I honestly didn't firmly start to say no until like my 30s, y'all. Like, (laughs) I know that's such a long time, but when you start to establish habits at an early age or, you know, you begin to do something and it becomes a routine for you or something that you do without thought, that's just who you are in that season. And I say that because you can always change. You can, you always have a right to change your mind You can always develop new habits, um, grow, you know, things like that. So 
I feel like me not saying no put me in a lot of bad spaces. It it, it really like sparked negativity to a certain extent in certain situations because then I was the one left being uncomfortable. Like if somebody wanted me to go somewhere and I really wasn't feeling up to it, it's like, yeah, I'll go, you know, blah, blah, blah. What are we wearing? What's, what's tea? Like who all is going to be there? But then when the event or whatever it was finally came, it's like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm not feeling this. I feel anxious. I feel forced. And it's like, well, sis, you're the one that said, yeah. And even though I knew like, well, I can just tell him I don't want to go. I hadn't developed that type of maturity or um, personality traits or I wasn't comfortable at that moment in time, just saying no. So for me, I feel like saying no is so important because you need to always protect your peace and do what's best for you at the end of the day. If you don't feel like doing something, there's several ways you can tell someone no. Even though I want you guys to keep in mind that no is a complete sentence. Hey, you feel like picking up the dog and taking him to the vet for me while I'm out of town this weekend? No. Why not? You don't owe them any explanation. Well, because I said no, and that was my response. And that's just that on that. Now, if you have a problem with (laughs) telling people no, and you're still struggling with that, y'all got to, y'all hit me up in my DMs, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at miss, period, hi, period class, Miss High Class. You can find me on there. Reach out to me, send me a message. Let me know what you need help with or like what relationship advice you need or anything like that. Confessions. I'll put it on the podcast. I will easily answer something, help you through it, whatever I can do. So yeah, that pretty much summarizes um, what I put down for my first lesson that I've learned. Um, and then I feel like these two kind of correspond, but I have setting boundaries as the second thing. And again, these are no particular order. I'm just saying them in numbers, how I have them written down, but yeah, setting boundaries. I think that it took me a really long time to also cut people off as well. Now, when I probably got to like 28, 29, that's when I I realized like, Ooh, this is fun. Not cutting people off was fun, but the fact that I knew and figured out, hey, I really don't have to deal with this. I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to deal with that. I don't have to watch this and make it or allow it to make me feel anxious. I don't have to rehash the past 24-7. And I don't have to I don't have to protect you by making you feel good about yourself when it makes me feel bad. So bye. So yeah, setting boundaries. To me, that means cutting people off. That means telling people no. That means not allowing people in my space when I'm not mentally there. And by that, I just mean like, I might feel drained. I might want to sleep in for the day. I might not be able to be that friend that you can vent to for the day because I need a minute. So I feel like setting boundaries is so, so important, especially in your early early 20s, because I feel like in your early 20s, it's playtime, but you're, you're still very much developing. Like, 
That's your time to live life, travel, go have fun with your friends, learn about who you are, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel comfortable, what do you want to do with yourself, where do you see your life going, you know, all of that good stuff. And I don't think that being in your 30s is old either. To be honest, I feel like 30s is just a little level up from your 20s. Yeah, you could be more established, but at the same time, life happens. People live their lives differently. They go through divorces. They go through all type of things. They go through toxic relationships. And so your 30s can definitely be like a rebuilding stage for you as well. So I think setting boundaries is very important. And also... I think it needs to be known that just because you're cutting people off, like subtraction doesn't always mean a loss. Sometimes it's exactly what God needed to do in order for you to make room, in order for you to have new blessings, new growth, in order for you to see things in a certain light. And I think that a lot of times, usually when people have trouble saying no, they almost always don't know how to set a boundary. Because like I said, I feel like those two correspond. They go together like they go together real bad. Like (laughs) they are a couple because if you can identify your boundaries and you have some set that you're like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not allowing it. There it is right there. You're saying no, basically. So Yeah. And I think that kind of moves me into my third one I had down, which was privacy. I think that for me, privacy, oh man, privacy is a tricky thing um, to me. Well, it was. And to a lot of people, they might also agree because like privacy, I feel like is you kind of keeping things at bay with certain people. Like for me, I'm just now getting to a point where I feel like I don't have to post everything on social media. Like if I go to a restaurant, you know, I used to love to post my food, post us clicking drinks, what restaurant we're at, who I'm with, what I have on. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I love this moment. I love it so much. Do you guys see what I'm doing? Don't I look pretty? Don't I look cute? Don't you see me throwing this drink back? Don't you see me dancing? Don't you see me basically showing you my every move? So I feel like I'm not living life in the moment if I'm constantly posting on social media. And that's definitely not to take a dig at anybody because some people, that's that's what they like to do. That's what makes them happy. But for me, I learned that privacy is everything. The less some people know, the less they can disturb. The less that they feel entitled to know because the more that I would put out sometimes, it's like, Oh, well, I thought you was dating so-and-so like last year, or I thought you said you were in a serious relationship. What happened to old boy? Or like, what? You don't talk to your sibling anymore? Or like, wait, I thought you drove a Mercedes. When did you get a G-Wagon? Or or when did you get, you know, blah, 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 like whatever. Wait, is it Mercedes? Well, that's the same type of car, but y'all know what I mean. Like... (laughs) Y'all know what I'm trying to get at. Like, I thought you drove a Mercedes. 
now you got a Toyota. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people feel more entitled to be in your business and is giving, yeah, you need to tell me your business because you post it every day. And now I feel like I'm accustomed to clicking on your Instagram story, your Snapchat, seeing what you're writing on Twitter, watching your TikToks, all of that. Like now I want to know your business and you need to give me tea. You need to keep me in the loop, sis, because that's what you always do. So now people are coming to expect that every little thing you do, they should get a front row seat to. And I don't think that that's a good thing all the time because there's lots of negative energy. There's lots of people who will literally try to steal ideas right from you before you can even get your baby birthed, before your baby can even develop. Meaning like that idea that you have, you're like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about starting um, a nail company or whatever, like press-ons or something. And you done told the whole world your idea and you haven't even gotten your thoughts together on it. And, you know, we had already talked about this in a bonus episode. Like there's room for you. There's room for everybody. Of course, somebody else can have um, press-on nails, but it's the fact that you need to work on you first and get your things together, get yourself in order. And then if you want to share it, share it. But give yourself time to develop ideas. Give yourself time to enjoy the things that you have. Enjoy the people that you're with and just live life. And I know that posting about stuff, you always have those memories to fall back on. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this in a manner to like deter you from, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't post so much because then X, Y, Z. No, it's not that. I just think that there's the levels of posting. There's the levels of telling people every little thing that's going on in your life. And that doesn't even go for like social media. That's talking on the phone. That's texting. That's oversharing. You know, just take your time and learn to figure out who to share what with. Um, because there are some people that you're going to share a lot of things with, but I feel like it's super important to keep things to yourself sometimes or to only share a certain amount because it's a lot better that way for me. It makes me feel good to know like, oh, I got X, Y, Z going on. They don't know yet. Or it just helps me maintain my peace because I don't want everybody in my business 24-7 and, oh, I thought you was doing this and what, what's going on with this and what's going on? Like, let me just get through this myself. And then if I feel like sharing, I'll do that. Also, guys, I wanted to take a quick break really quick and just interject here. Um, I just wanted to take time to say thank you because you guys have really been spreading the word about my podcast, about Left on Red, and it feels so good to see that people are actually taking the time to listen. I'm getting more and more feedback. I've also gotten a couple reviews on Apple Podcasts, so that makes me feel super good, and I'm excited to see that a lot of people really resonate and can identify with and feel like I'm relatable. Like, I just, I love that, and I love y'all. So I just wanted to take a minute to show you guys some appreciation, and 
yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get back to the list that I made about what I've learned in my 20s and 30s. Okay, so the next one that I had was taking people at face value. I feel like <laughs> this one is one of those definite relationship ones. All of these can be relationship related. But this one in particular, taking people at face value, it's just like that quote, um, you know, that saying where it's like, believe people, when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. That's what I'm trying to say. So taking people at face value means when they tell you stuff or they show you who they are, believe them, believe them, believe them. Believe them because I'm telling you, I've already been through it. I have been that person that's like, wow, he really snapped. He really just went off like that. And then it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then they constantly do it and it becomes a rhythm for them without any reason or warning. That is who they are. That is the personality of them. That is a characteristic trait. And that is genuinely how they feel. And if someone shows you how they feel about you and like they're constantly covering it up with LOL texts or like, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's like, no, you weren't. If they're constantly saying things to belittle you, to make you feel like your dreams don't matter, to make you feel uncomfortable in the skin you're in, to make you feel like you're just crazy, like you have to take people at face value. Like, and and on top of that, I know that some people will blatantly lie about things. They will blatantly lie about things and you might not find out stuff until later. Like, okay, for me, I was talking to this guy. When I say talking, I mean in a relationship with, but I was talking to this guy and I remember we dated for like six months, five or six months before he even asked me to be in a relationship. That's neither here nor there. But in our dating phase, I remember the conversation of he already has a child and therefore has a BM, a baby mama. Um, and I don't normally date guys that have children already because that's just a, per a personal preference that I stand on. But anyway, so during our dating phase, he was like, and I remember him specifically saying, I don't have baby mama drama. And I was like, okay, that's great that, you know, you guys get along because I, I don't do baby mama drama. Like I don't, I don't like drama. I'm not big on having chaos constantly, especially when it's something that I don't really even have a say so in, you know, because you co-parent a child with her. Y'all literally a few months into their relationship, were we even official? Yeah, we were official. So literally after a month of us being official, I went on a trip with him for work and she puts him on child support. She had been stalking my Instagram <laughs> and had seen the little trips that we were taking and all this other stuff. And she basically felt some type of way because he was 
in a committed relationship. She immediately put him on child support just for the sole reason that he was in a relationship. And I was like, but I thought you said you didn't have baby mama drama. But, you know, I digress. I digress. But, you know, that's what I mean when I say taking people at face value. It's like some people will literally try to cover stuff up just to lure you in. They want you to take the bait so that they can present themselves to be one way. But if you pay attention really to what people say and the things that come out of their mouth and also their actions, because I mean, we all know this actions speak louder than words. You'll start to notice those red flags. You'll start to see characteristic traits when you come out of that bliss, when you come out of those new phases and those new, like those fresh starts of beginning love, those beginning stages, oh baby, you will see. But you got to open your eyes a little bit to start really taking people and things at face value. So that leads me into the next one, which is sometimes what you need um, well, sometimes what you want, you don't need. And I mean, this one's kind of a small one and it's self-explanatory, but you know, a lot of times the stuff that you really desire, you don't even need it. I mean, a lot of the things that I went through was because, and this is just in regards to relationships, I wanted to be with a man or a specific type of man. And I knew I didn't need it, but I wanted it. And I got it. And then it failed or it turned into this whole theatrical monstrosity that didn't have to be if I just would have left it alone or if I would have just been patient and waited on what God had for me or if I would have strategized a little bit better because I've had some jobs and I'm like, ooh, that's the one. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. And it doesn't align with anything that I have going on in life. Like not one thing. I just wanted it because it looked good. I thought it was going to feel good too. And it didn't. So that's just that on that. (laughs) And, um, this next one I have is live in the moment. I feel like I don't really have to go into detail with that one because living in the moment, I kind of spoke about that one a lot in privacy, But, you know, I just want to add on something really quickly before going on to the next, well, the last two that I have, because I don't want to keep you guys too long. But also living in the moment, um, I just wanted to say that when you are living in the moment, take those pictures, get that hairstyle you want to get. And just remember that everything won't always be perfect or how you planned it out to be. But you only have one life. Sometimes you'll only get one shot at something or have a moment for one one time. Cherish that. Love that. Live in that. And just enjoy it. Soak it up. And just remember that it's your life and it's so important to live in the moment. Okay? Um, I think these last two kind of go hand in hand also. So I'm just going to kind of run through those, but heal, heal. It's so important for you to take time for yourself, especially after getting cheated on, after being in an abusive relationship, 
after you've developed a certain mindset because of those things, friends that have done you wrong, that have lied on you, that have talked about you, people that have used you, growing up in a toxic household, I think that healing is the ultimate reset button. You have to have that reset button and don't ever allow anyone to put a limitation on how many times you can reset, how many times you can change your life, how many times you can develop yourself and be a completely different person. If you want to be classy and like dress bougie one minute and then you're emo next week, then do it. Do what makes you happy because it's your life. And if you feel like that's your reset button to get you on a different path or to be in the place of alignment or be this completely different person that you want to be, then do that. Because I feel like everyone deserves a chance to heal, start fresh, and be able to overcome the things that once broke them. Because there's always, always a moment to allow God to put the pieces back together for you. There will always be that moment where you need to isolate yourself for a while, reevaluate, recuperate, rest, and then you can come back and say, hey world, this is me now. The old me is dead and gone. I'm healed. I'm better. I'm back. So what's good? You know, (laughs) like, I think healing is something that's overlooked a lot, especially if you're the type of person that wants to go from relationship to relationship. I've been there, even if it was a situationship or dating or talking to someone. I think that healing is a definite essential part of you discovering who you are and therefore you not allowing people to treat you any old kind of way period. And to wrap this up, the last lesson that I'd like to say is that not everyone has the same heart as you. The loyalty that you possess, the way you love, how you're there for people, how you'll come running to people. Because I know me, like my loyalty, I used to be like a I'm loyal by default, which I do have a lot of loyalty in me. However, and y'all know I love to say that, I'm not just loyal to anybody because now that I know that not everyone has the same heart as me, they're not going to be loyal to me just because I'm loyal to them. And this is not even just in a sense of relationships. This is family. This is friends. This is that job that you've poured your heart and soul into. But the moment you get sick and need time off or the moment you want to quit or the moment you need to do something that's going to elevate you outside of work, they can replace you and they will replace you. So it's like you have to realize not everyone has the same heart as you, the way you carry yourself and treat others. Everyone's not always going to happily reciprocate that to you. You know what I mean? So yeah, And guys, I know this was like a super long episode, but some of them will be long. Some of them will be short. It just depends on what the topic is. And I said I wasn't going to make podcast episodes that are extremely long because I do want to hold your attention, but I also want to make sure that I'm being real, which you guys know that. I want to make sure I stay authentic 
and talk about the things that need to be talked about. So, yeah. All right, guys. So that sums up today's episode. I hope that you guys were able to take away some really good points. And I just want to thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for tuning in to Left on Red. I love you. You are important. You are worthy. And you can always leave somebody left on red. Until next time. (laughs) This is your host, Tiffany. Always will be your host. And you guys be great.